Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. My darlings, it's me, Anna Mann, your old pal, back for more Talking to Actors, the show where I talk often quite aggressively to actors, and they are occasionally allowed to talk back. I am, of course, myself an actor as well as a singer, dancer, mainly in the style of a sort of constipated breakdance, and former ambassador to the land of Nod. That turned out to be a scam. As an actor, I've played everything from a morbid turd in Beckett's unfinished toilet to the Queen of the Land of Nod. Again, that was a scam. I've also sung for the Prince of Wales on his personal tandem and was, of course, for some time the face of Southern Rail, which ultimately led to a full face change. My third, in fact. You have to change your face whenever you get a good advert. Otherwise, you can't do anything else, you see. I've just got away with it because I've just had a nip here and a tuck there and my cheeks have been unhinged. But it can go horribly wrong. Like poor old Sue Clinch, my best friend. She's had so much work done, she looks like a nightmare version of a potato. All for a Hovis ad that she didn't get in the end. Well, how could she? No one in their right mind would buy bread from that face. No, they're a curious thing, adverts. They really are. Now, I don't pretend on any level to be a normal sort of person like you lot. I admire you. I adore some of your mannerisms. I use them in my art. In a sense, I capture a sort of mental picture of you, and then I use you like a brush, you know, dabbing in the paint of story, washing my brush in the faucet of truth. What I'm saying is people are great, but I wouldn't want to be one. Yet, Where I find you particularly strange is with your adverts. For example, you know those bank ones with Ant and Deck? Um, Dave's here, my friend Dave Edwards. Uh, Hello. He's just popped in. Hello, David. You know those adverts, don't you? The Ant and Deck. I have. I've seen those. Santander, but it's Ant and Deck. That's it, yes, they play their names and bring them together. Yes, which is verably, verably clever. Very. No, verably. Verably, yes. I mean, Ant and Deck, don't get me wrong, wonderfully gregarious horrifically cheeky pair of now quite old men. Now, don't get me wrong, they've given a service to this country only a sparrow's ball short of that of, I don't know, Churchill or Brunel or, you know, Silly Billy Crilly. I agree. You agree? I mean, they're that high in our esteem, I think. They are, in short, cultural icons as much as fish and chips, dogs crapping on the pavement and desiring the return of capital punishment. And yet, despite that... Tell me if I'm mad here, Dave. I still don't really see why I should take their word about where I should bank. Well, at the end of the day, they are just TV presenters. They are. I don't understand who does take their word for it. You know, I'm not a clever person. My intelligence comes from my gut, my heart, my ass, you know. Mm. I'm not an academic. I don't pretend to me 
God, no. Funny story about that, actually. You know, have you ever met an academic? Um, I've never you work in that doctor, field, don't you? He's an academic. Oh, you've been to a GP? Yes, he's an academic. I don't know if that's the same thing. I mean, sort of a professor, you know. I've a... never met a professor. I've met someone who's um, done an MA, which is a master's. MA? Yes. Like martial arts? It, similar to martial arts, but right. instead of uh, using your hands to attack people, you'd use your hands on a computer to write a thesis. And oh. um, that's above a degree. So that's quite academic, but I've never met a professor. Well, I once got cornered by one. Absolutely cornered. It was horrible. If they come at you, be careful. I told, All right. A bit of a story here. Basically, I've forgotten my keys, right? I don't know if you remember, but, but this was back in the day when I lived in a sort of repurposed septic tank. I remember that well. Yes, yes. down in Camden. Fucking expensive. Very. For a septic tank. Um, anyway, I'd lost my keys. Oh, gosh. You know, well, I say lost. I knew where they were. I just couldn't get at them for the time being because, you know, essentially I'd swallowed them. Oh, gosh. Exactly. I'd had an argument with my ex-husband, Denny Golightly. I don't remember him, over who got the fisting gloves. Um, I didn't even want them, you know. I know that's horribly crude, fisting gloves, but we got them just... You know how you get these things. Well, and I think sort it's of, quite responsible. You know, and you're in love and you're... Yes. God, you know what it's like. You oh, see, absolutely. This will be fun. This will be funny. Anyway, he wanted them... I didn't particularly want them, but I just didn't want him to have them. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Anyway. Yes. He'd said, he said, you know what he was like? He was a, I'm coming round and I'm going to get them myself, you know. Oh, I'll gosh. come round and I'll get them. And I said, well, fuck that, you won't. You know, in a moment of madness, I just fucking swallowed the keys, you know, straight down the gullet. And there was a lot really? of them. Oh, fuck yeah. Padlock too. Straight down the gullet with a half a pint of gin. Anyway, I get home to the tank and I realise, I remember... So obviously, I was hammered. Yes. Shit, I can't get in, you know, because the keys are working their way through. Good I don't know where. So how did you manage to... Well, so I'm sat outside the box, you know, trying to make myself shit. Right. When this learned fellow appeared, you know, little chap, glasses, on another pair of glasses, just to show how clever he was. Do you see what I mean? The kind of creep. Absolutely. The kind of awful creep an academic can Pretentious. be. Achingly so. You know, and he says, what are you doing out here? He asked, have you been locked out? And I couldn't really explain what I was doing, you know, trying to crap out my keys. Which would have been painful, oh. surely. <sighs> but anyway, I said, yes, you know, I'm just waiting for my friend, uh, Sue Clint. She might be along anytime soon. You might know her from the movie A Nightmare on Elm Street. She was the, you know, inspiration for the mask. Oh, right anyway, he says, you must come in and sit with us. Fuck, I was reticent until he mentioned booze, you know. And what followed was a very dreary hour where it just told me about... They just tell you how clever they are. I know, it's Tell you about what they've done. Oh, God, it's boring. Academic stuff, you know. And I only escaped because I burped so loudly he had to ask me to leave. That loud? Incredibly loud. Echoing in the hallway. Shook the whole block. Blimey. I think because these keys were working their, their way around... Anyway, eventually they came out of the posterior with a bunch of other stuff I'd apparently been swallowing that night. A tennis ball. Really? Half a shoe and a live frog. You must have been in a very delicate state afterwards. Oh, God. Well, I mean, to be honest, so much has gone in and out over the years. At my age, it's just let it be done with it. It just sort of dropped out. But the live frog was was fun and actually stayed with me for some time after that. We became really quite close until his death in... 2008. But what I was, what we were actually talking about was, and, and we'll get into this further because Dave's here to provide a sort of special service for the show. I am, okay. yes. So the point I'm trying to make is why the 
the fuck? Let's not beat around the bush. Mm. Do any of you morons, and I mean the people listening at home. Yes. Why do you choose a bank? Because these two presenters have put their faces on it. I think... Do they they have knowledge of banks that you don't? Can they be trusted? Do they work for the bank? Are they holding on to your money personally for you? I just don't understand it, Dave. I think, well, first of all, you know, if you're a financial advisor, you've got to spend several years at university. I don't even know if Ant and Deck have got a GCSE in maths, ultimately. Well, they were on kids' TV, weren't they? I mean, God knows, if you get a job acting, you give up your education immediately. You'd have to be mad because you're out of it. Absolutely. You've won. Totally. You've won. You, you have one life if you got on Bike of Grove back in the 90s. Yeah, definitely. I imagine they've got a lot of money. Oh, God, I think they've got trucks of money. But that doesn't mean they know what you should do with yours, does it? I don't know. Am I being naive? No, you're not being naive at all. I tell you what they represent, Ant and Deck, together, a very important thing called trust. Yes. I think your gut instinct when you see Ant and Deck is you trust them. But if you hit pause, like you've rightly done, you analyse it, I think it's a terrible idea. But do Two the, Geordies but the people promoting banks. Doing the ba- and I'm singling this out as a, 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 an idea, you know, but any, any, there's so many different Hovis. Yes. You know, I guess with Hovis, they show someone making bread or whatever, and it makes you go, hmm, that would be nice. But why? I mean, surely you know they've been hired to just put their face on it. Well, I, th- I suppose you they're hope not... that they consider what they're going to endorse. Oh, really? So, you know, if they so are if going to got... um, yeah. share Hovis, you mm. know, when you go around their home, you'd hope, you know, it was the same thing. Yes, but Hovis is a bad example there, because when, when Hovis, you want Hovis, God knows I do, I crave bread oh, constantly. Oh, carbs. Oh, I'd just eat that. I'd drink it if I could. But watching a Hovis advert, I think of bread. I think of it coming out the oven, it's warm, it's, you know, so it makes me want to go and buy a loaf or seven. And I don't know. Have you ever had something that's made you want to buy a thing because of celebrities? Absolutely. It was was um, Gillette. And they had lots of sportsmen. Michael Jordan, David Beckham was at, uh, at the beginning of his career. And it was them hanging around on a suburban porch playing basketball. And okay. before meeting up for the game of basketball, you saw them in their bathrooms on their own, shaving. And you've got close-up scientific diagrams of what the blades did to the actual uh, And you, how soon was it after the advert that you had a Gillette in your hand? I would say probably that afternoon Minutes? I was in Asda. That afternoon? Oh, a, a spell was cast on me. Wow. But again... You're looking, you know, as a man who, and I mean this in the nicest way, doesn't look that much like David Beckham. This is true. I'm happy to take the truth. But would like to. Very at least so. have his, you know, his, his, uh, his way sa, sa, with, sa, with women. Whatever the word is. Oh, with that. women yes. and men, all sexes. Anyone. Yeah, everything. Pets, the lot. God, you'd do anything. It's charisma, isn't that it? chance. But that you can see the connection there again because you'll say well if i shave like he does it will help you know because it's cool it's a you know it's a thing i should use but i still don't see the connection between anton deck and where i put my money i think and i don't have any money i hasten to add well n- neither do i not because of them but maybe that's what we're doing wrong it could be i think if maybe we were banking with anton deck and antanda deck antandek so again what we were saying sorry clinically I suppose money's quite cynical. Clinical. Clinical. Clinical, cynical, cold. So in that case, if you had someone like, and I don't like him because I think he's just, he sort of represents the meanness of about 10 years ago. It's for Alan Sugar. 
Oh, right, Mr. Entrepreneur, Mr. Yes. 80s. If you saw him on a bank thing, you might go, well, he knows money. This is true, Just but he hasn't got the at. warm Hovis element. You know, you talked about the, the, but the Hovis. Hovis is bread. This is true, and it's not money. It's you're not. Quite right. And if you try and mix either of those things up, I mean, you're not going to eat well, and you're certainly not going to have any cash. If you inherited a loaf of bread, you wouldn't be happy, would you? Oh, you'd be furious. Yeah, you really would be. And if you tried to buy stuff with it... Well, I mean, they may have done it in the Viking era, but I don't think it's been centuries. Oh, when was that? 120 years ago? At least... I think, you know, I'm not a historian, but I think at well, least the same thing. If anyone ago. knows why, what the connection is, what I'm sure there's some very clever academic who's sat here listening to this right now going, harumph. You know, yeah, do absolutely. They, does, do they not realise, does she and he not realise, you know, that... Wearing their several spectacles It's because of this nose. X, Y and Z. Yeah, I, well, leave it's a comment, It's basic psychology. Professor. For God's... Yes, instead of just sitting there and tutting. Yes, Which we can hear. I know this is... Being recorded, it hasn't gone out yet, but we can psychically sense your touch. Instead of doing touch. that, actually comment, get in touch. Hello, Eleanor Morton here from All Rather Mysterious, here to tell you about the Weirdos Pantomime. Every year, alternative comedy collective Weirdos puts on a homemade pantomime to raise money for Great Ormond Street. We've got songs, award-winning comedians and more cardboard props than you can shake a stick at. This year, join us as we try and save the local pub from closing in time for Christmas. With a cast including Adam Larter, Giles Norris and Edinburgh Award nominee Lucy Pearman and me. I play a spoon who is also a sailor just to give you an idea of how silly it's going to get. So, join the Weirdos on the 9th and 10th of December at the Bloomsbury Theatre in London in aid of Great Ormond Street. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. worked very well so we'll oh, bring I you do. back thank you so let's bring you back next week shall please, we and if anyone, please please if anyone feels that's a really awful idea please get in touch soon just send me a tweet anything a comment just saying for fuck's sake don't use dave edwards and i'll take it on the and chin we'll, like we'll, a we'll edit it out all right Fair enough. depending I'll... how many Yes. By the same token, some people might go, do, do use Dave Edwards. We've and, got to be optimistic. I mean, it's so easy, isn't it, in life, with reviews and so on. You get a hundred good things and one bad one, and you'll only listen to the bad one. Well, Dave will be back next week talking Fingers to crossed. the real people. Fingers crossed. Yes. On what you, Fingers what crossed. You have to say. And, of course, do get in touch at, I'll just say a load of things, tweet at Colin Holt Comedy. Oh, no, it's just at Colin Holt. Instagram, Animan Actress, or Colin Holt Comedy. And Facebook. Yes. Colin Holt Comedy, Anime and Actress, all those things. All the social media Get in touch, platforms. for God's sake. Um, I'll be back at the end to say a few things about what's coming up. But right now, it's time to chat with the lovely Ryan Early. Oh. 
Very nice. Here we go. It's Talking to Actors. Talking to actors, trying to understand their process. We're talking to actors, actors, yeah, they rule the world. I'm here with Ryan Early, wonderful actor and dear friend, dare I say it. We're eating, what is this, risotto? Well, it's called using up the cupboard risotto. Using up everything you've got left, because you're coming to an end of your filming. You've just been filming a show. Contract coming Almost never. And you were just saying your your partner, he he doesn't watch any of your stuff. Not interested. I've I've even had my show wheel playing on a loop. Hopefully. (laughs) In the the front room. On the laptop. Even on, yes, I can cast it to the television. I've done it. You can just tuck it and throw it, can't you? Just virtually. And then suddenly he's in the middle of watching a programme, and suddenly I'll be like, There you pop up in. Sorry, I accidentally pressed. You know, I'll pretend that I didn't mean to. And he just walks out of the room. Yeah, he just shuts down. Face like thunder. Yeah. Fuck. But I mean, mean, do you have other people to refer back to and go, What do you think? Do you think that was good? Because we don't know, do we? Oh, really? You generally ask other actors, don't you? So here we go. That was just a little chat to get us started. Uh, yeah. So we're enjoying a risotto on your final day. Do you keep uh, now you love cookery, don't you? Yes, I absolutely do. It's does it keep you sane? I'd say it does. During the, the, famine the famine that we all go through. The potato famine. Of Ironically, eating mm, gets you through famine. Did I tell you about my soup today? Oh, maybe you mentioned it, but uh, let's hear it again. Well, I went to a cafe. We're in Belfast right now. We're in now. Belfast, and it was a very kind of... It's the student part of town. It's quite hipster now. So it was a very nice cafe. It was a very yes. good coffee kind of cafe. And I oh, went right. in and I was like, oh, what's your soup? And she was like, potato. I was like, oh, oh, oh what, just, is it just, is it just potato? And she yes. was like, it's potato soup. I was <laughs> like, um, that's lovely. Okay, let's have potato soup. Mm-hmm. Thinking there would be more than one ingredient. Yeah, perhaps a little cream, uh, a some cream, herbs, a bit of, maybe a bit of carrot. A bit of carrot, a celery, yes. kind of like a, a miso frito. Your kind of, winter vegetables. Your winter vegetables, your exactly. But filled, They've been around for centuries. Filled up with the potato. But no, it was literally, it was like mashed potato, thinned out. In oh, a, God. And it was sort of delicious, but um, it wasn't that. Oh, it was nice. It was, it was nice buttery, in a kind of like... In a kind of baby food, it took me back to a sort of childhood. <laughs> to the early years. To the early years. The early years, wow. Enough. Well, let's let's talk about that now then. So, the Ryan Early story, let's have it. You've acted everywhere, in everything, anything. Is there anything you wouldn't act in? Um, Theatre and education. Did you ever do that? I didn't. You didn't? You, it, you swerved that one? It was something that... Fuck. Did you? I mean, I'm sure... I mean, oh, well, I I've, done my sh- I've done my share. It used to be more prestigious than it did. I'm sure when mm. you were younger... Not that you aren't younger now, but... Oh, you, God, I taught it for years. Yes. I taught a couple of shows for years. Thing, sure. Oh, it was very... We taught kids how to tie their laces. I played a shoe. theatre. Yes, I played a shoe, oh. and my husband, John Smells, smells it. A little ripple of recognition there. <laughs> he would be the fingers... Oh. And he would finger my laces in front of the class. And it was really... So he would just sort of tie you in a bow? Tie me in a bow, and, and then he would attempt to use me like a shoe. It was it was bizarre, but it was that was years ago. That was late 70s. So it was very experimental, you know. We were inspired by sort of Peter Brook's Midsummer oh, yeah. Night's Dream, you know. It was that kind of style. Oh, yes, 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 I yes, just, yes. Sort of naked I, in the Yes, woods. none of them, naked, completely naked, all, all the time. Every, every show we did, completely naked. Um, we learned how to tie shoes. At one point, we learned how to make a cafetiere. So it was you same. know, just important stuff yes. that kids need to know, yeah, really. How to apply blusher, how to get divorced. Oh. You know. That's like um, private lives or something. Very important stuff. Yes. You know, how to get a cab. All stuff, done with When to leave a show. Speaking. When it's okay to leave a friend's show without it looking bad and how to pretend you're ill. 
Things like that. You've done that. I've done that. I've far constantly. I've left at the interval and then and then gone to the pub and then been there afterwards in the bar and and still to this day I have a friend who I can never mention. Oh God! Because well, he or she yes will never know that. And I and I did the full. I just did the whole. That was, was wonderful. Awful. Wonderful. No, oh, you'd, oh yes, okay, right. And but you'd actually never saw the second part. And the first half, she wasn't really in. I think I said she. She wasn't really in the first oh, half. But it was right. so... It we was, all know it was, it was talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was so... Um, Mirren. <laughs> yeah. I said, Helen... She needs it. Helen, have I seen you play one Roman So you ducked her out in the interval? Yeah, and it wasn't me even. It was... Someone just, led you I'm, astray. Yes, I'm led... It's like Hamlet. I've never seen a full Hamlet. Oh, God, it goes on. Yeah. Especially if you add Fortinbras. Is Fortinbras a monologue? Oh, fuck. He's the guy who turns up at the end and does oh, an extra 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's like, he's dead. Leave it there. See, I'd never know. We got what we came for. Everyone's dead. We don't need you coming in and talking about it. Oh. And the person playing the part is so aware that everyone hates them. And they've waited in the dressing room. Oh, God, they've been there all evening. They've kept him in. He comes out and says, oh, Hamlet is dead. And they blah, 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 seat, talks seat, about seat, fucking... Seat. Oh, everyone's running for the hills. <laughs> the whole theatre's just emptied in seconds. So the Ryan early story. Let's yeah, yeah. begin again. You were a baby, a child, you were born. Yeah. Presumably. Where was that? Eggham. Eggham? Eggham. Lovely. Um, a breakfast. A place and a breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yes. And very quickly, this was the... Where early- is Eggham? It is in Surrey, on the Thames, just near Staines. Yes, okay. Um, and this was the late 70s. Wow. Obviously, wow. Thatcher's about to come in. Thatcher's about to hit. Things are getting very Diana. tense. My third birthday, I play... Rubbish in the streets. Yeah. L- Labour isn't working. You come out, you're like, fuck. This is not where I expected to end up. <laughs> What's going on? I have bigger plans. God. Yeah. Yes, I remember my third birthday, I played Bonnie Prince Charlie... This was your that first was my performance. First performance oh, because wow. it was the the royal wedding. So Ooh. it was the street. Parties. Is he in the wedding? Right. I think my mum just did a loose sort of wordplay with it. Okay. So that when they put me in a kilt yes. and a red tie, right? And um, yes, and you so did that in the street, street party. I did that. I was sort of I was sort of put on a table and sort of that was my first. You were put on a table. Yes, because it was a like a street parade and everyone's children had to be dressed up in it as sort of a. Fancy dress costume. How did you feel? Like I remember fire? it. I remember that. I remember liking the feel of the kilt. Yes. I remember the breeze the between breeze. your legs. <laughs> Just the kilt. Was that all you had on? Just the kilt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot you were three. This is gone. Forget all that. So <laughs> you felt. I felt. I liked the attention. If I'm honest. Do you think we're trying to get approval of parents? Totally. That people are trying to get those. I think I still am. Mm. I still forward all. More, actually, more than anyone, as I said mm. to you about my partner, who's not interested in the slightest, and I yes. certainly wouldn't do it to my friends. But our partners are sort of our mums and dads in a way, aren't they? We yes. try to avoid that, like well, we, the play God we do, but I've married my mum many times, and my dad. Yes. In a sense, you know, well, and it, literally. It's, it, <laughs> so that was a massive mistake. I mean, back. was it legal? It was legal where we did it. I was going to say And something. it was only, it was never, obviously not a sexual thing, it was purely a sort of... Look, you're coming to stay in my basement. We might as well get married because it was a tax thing. It was nothing else. Yeah, it just legally makes things Mm. easier. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Divorced in second. Was there consummation? God no. It was my mother. No. Even if she wasn't my mother, God no. 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 She's a monster. (laughs) She's like a creature from the dark crystal. But yes, I think we are trying to appease them. 
Absolutely. I still Maybe embarrass a- myself with the, oh, I shouldn't send that WhatsApp. I shouldn't send the WhatsApp saying, oh, I've just had a response about this or oh, someone said this about me. And I'm like, there's no one else yes. to send this to. Why do I need to send it to anyone? Oh, fuck it. I'll send it. And then I'll get to mum. It's graduate. I've got the, dad. the family WhatsApp. The family. So everyone, oh, it's even God. the sister-in-laws. Yes. And the, I mean, everyone gets that. Oh, mine watches stuff and then calls me up. And Which is much worse. Oh, you weren't in it much. Oh, God, I get that all the time. Oh, you weren't in it much. Oh. Okay, what a load of rubbish. Show. We're hoping to see you in it more next time. Oh, God. So why well, did you... they cut your bit or what? No, yes, darling, that was yes. my part. Thought you were in it more. I was Desdemona. Do you know what I mean? Well, you got killed halfway through. Yes. Well, I can't help that. Yes, the biggest parts aren't always the best. That's, part. you know, she died. Desdemona is killed. Yes. But anyway, forget the approval. You don't need any approval because yeah. you've done so much. Well, I have to tell you, before, the story between before, Bonnie Prince Charlie. The reason Charlie, I absolutely decided. Oh, yes. After Bonnie Prince Charlie. After Bonnie Prince Charlie. Yes. Skip forward five years. Okay. I went to watch my brother hmm. with my mum and dad hmm. play Mr. Hood. Um, Mr. Hood? Red Riding's father. Oh, wow. I never realised that was her name, was Red was Riding. Hood. Yes. I thought it was just because she wore, she a, wore a hood. But right. I think in the same way that my surname is early. Yes. Just literally means gets up early. Right. So people with hoods would have been called hood. Oh, wow. Like um, Jim Hat. Jim Hat. Jonathan exactly. Trousers. Uh, exactly. Polly, Polly Pantaloon. Polly Pantaloon. <laughs> yes, I remember her well. Yes. Little yes. devil. <laughs> uh, Polly Pantaloon, here she comes. <laughs> Watch out, she's got the pantaloons on again. And off. And off they go. How's about your parents and granddad? And so on and so forth. It was a wonderful hour. It really was. And it flew by. Oh, I imagine. Great. So, Mr. Hood, and that was your my, brother. And I saw my father playing Mr. Hood, um, sort of a good man. Oh, your father played Sorry, my brother playing the father mm. of Red Riding. Oh, I thought it was going to be one of those awful plays where they get the dads and mums in. No. I despise that. Mr. Kendrick... Got in My Fair Lady. I was Liza Doolittle. Thank you. Lovely. At school. And he got in as the dad. And I thought that was off. What, they got, they, they they got, got the, the actual... teacher to do it? Oh, the teacher Don't do did that. It. That's not fair on the kids, it's is the it? the teacher that didn't, didn't make it as an I actor. mean, I wasn't a kid either. I'd actually got in, you know, I'd just auditioned for it. Oh, you were a grown woman? Oh, I was a grown woman. Sure. But I, I, when I'm resting, I often go down to schools and just see if I can get a part. I'm here. I charge a fortune as well. So the rest of the cast were, were the children. How, how are we talking sort of primary? Well, I got a lot of my friends in as well. So by the end, all the kids had been kicked out. It was, it was, just, ad- it was just a play, it was basically. Play, just an yeah. adult play. All the parents were very confused. Oh, fantastic. But you just guaranteed an audience. Yes, yes, an angry audience. <laughs> well, they were furious. They really were. I mean, like, well, it's a damn sight better than it would be with your fucking your kids. <laughs> so, your brother's there, Mr. Hood. Yeah, my brother's there, Mr. Hood. And oh. I, I distinctly just remember, and I literally do remember the... Oh. I remember exactly where I was sitting. I remember exactly the hall. Wow. I remember watching him. And I remember, some eight years old, and I remember thinking, I can do better than you. <gasps> Is he older than you? Two and a half years older. So I remember thinking... And was he bad? He wasn't that bad. It was just... It wasn't what you'd call naturalistic. Right. It was just... There was just a woodenness to his woodcutter. You didn't feel the axe. You didn't feel the... I just remember... Salt of the earth. Years of... I can do that better than you can. I mean, I don't know what I'd bring to that character, if I'm honest. It's a pretty... Just even the the delivery of lines to his daughter, I just wasn't believing. The game is on. And I was like, yeah, the game is on. I'm going to do this. And do you think 
this might be a hard question to answer, but do you think you then taking up acting pushed him out? I absolutely pushed him out because oh, next God. year I, I. But it is it is survival of the fittest. Yeah, next God by the, a year later I was playing Oliver Twist and he had wow. long gone. He'd gone. Didn't even get an artful dodger. No. Didn't even get a Nancy. He played the butler in Bugsy Malone, which wow. I can still remember. Good part? I don't know. I've shown Mr. Bronx Charlie and company into the conservatory, sir. <laughs> that was your brother? My brother's line. And you were Bugsy? Uh, no, 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 no. I was Marbini the magician. Oh, wow. A good role. I have shown... Um... Oh, my gosh, it's gone. Uh, not great. Just literally... Illusionist to King? No, I can't remember. But a lot <laughs> of... I think a lot of acting, maybe yeah. 60 70% of the career, is sort of nudging people out of the way so you can get in. Whether it's yes. putting them off in the audition waiting room, yeah. you know, just going, oh, you decided to wear Tell that, it. did you? Oh, okay, you know. Call well, you're going to do it like that, are you? Oh, no. You know all the lines I take it, because I do. Little things like that. Just tripping people up, if you know, you know, they're sort of, if they're your sort of height, yeah. age, similar face, you'll see them in the street, just trip them up, Make push them, them down some stairs, do anything. I want to, to, opposite to stop, even edge. if they're not actors, yeah. just, you know, just... make sure they're not <laughs> going to be your rival. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah. I was going for a part, a good part for a film, and I sat opposite a guy, and he, he was in Hollyoaks at the time, so I knew who he was. Mm. And I sat opposite him in, in Spotlight, and I, I'm not proud of myself, but I just sat opposite him, and he was wearing sort of like a Foxton's estate agent's kind of, We both were up for the same role, obviously. Right. It was kind of a hot shot nightclub owner. Okay. And he had come in kind of a open shirt with very pointed collars and sort of winkle picker shoes right. and very kind of Liverpool and just sitting there very kind of like very sort of Liverpool sort of nouveau riche very nouveau riche right. sort of bleach blonde hair kind okay. of like, thinking he was I, you know, man spreading ridiculously across oh, the sofa God. and and I did genuinely find him it was quite a you know a look mm. and I just found myself looking at him very this won't read on a podcast but looking at him very slyly smiling as if I had a secret shaking my head laughing and just looking down oh no and then I watched his face it... mortify into a paranoid oh fuck it was, it wasn't, I wasn't proud of Mrs. so Mrs. he was feeling very again. cocky he, he was, was looking he at was, me and like he was... talking to everybody like oh yeah, yeah, talking yeah, to the behind reception and I was just withered him and I withered him I just looked at him smiled shook my head laughed at myself as if I knew the answer to a secret and then just looked oh, at the fuck. floor fuck and I watched him. It was almost like a balloon was flying. Oh no! A burst then, balloon. And then they called me. I know, which makes me sound very sort of. And did dumb. you get the part? Um, or did I, he? I got a recall. I remember. Did you get a recall? Which isn't a yes. Which isn't good. <laughs> but it's like a yes. I went in there with the confidence of, of almost a killer because I'd done that, and the role was that character. Yes. So I, was I think like, there does come that part often in your career. You know, where this is it. I'm just. Do I have to step over someone. Yeah. I have to push someone aside. Yeah. Because there's only so many parts. God knows. Yeah. You know, we know that. So, anyway, you pushed him aside, your dear <laughs> brother. Yeah, Casey. As went. you would the Liverpoolian man yes. many years later. It's a long line. Casey Early, he's out the running. He's right? out the running. Okay, he's so we're, a, up, life, a, we're up a couple of steps. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and then drama cool. school. We don't need to talk about no, that. No, drama, school. drama school. Drama school. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And you came out straight into work. Is that right? The face of Vauxhall. Face of Vauxhall? I got the Monday after we finished. I was We graduated on the Saturday. And I'd been auditioning for about the month before we left for this Vauxhall commercial. Wow. And I got it on the Monday morning we finished. It was the 100 years centenary 
commercial campaign. So it was a boy growing up from a, a baby to yes. four. You didn't have to be the baby. I wasn't the baby right. or the or the, or or the, the toddler. Okay. And then it skipped to eighteen. Then it skipped. That to was you because you probably were. You were only twenty one at the time, and I was the top three. You did those three ages aged up? Yeah. Wow. So and I then went past there, did it? Thirty five was thirty five is the maximum, the ultimate, and that was in the future. Yes. Wow. So it was a huge campaign. So that was where you were um, going. Which was, and was that a shitload of money? It was. I was predicted mm. at least a hundred thousand. Oh, I remember being quiver, but I remember fact. being really excited by that. But I just sort of thought, well, that's obviously what happens. That's normal. That's commercials. Then obviously, this is yes. incredible. And, and it was more so back then. And it was nowadays. Yeah. It's sort of well. So, sometimes you pay well, them. Basically, exactly. you might my, as well. My be. friend did a coffee commercial that he had to go to Belgium for. Yes, Dubert's a, a campaign. Yes, seven hundred pounds. Seven hundred pounds. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so Vauxhall, but then drop. Tell it. It's the worst commercial ever. Did it go out? Lasted a month. And did you get a hundred grand? No, I got four. So I got. I remember getting four thousand, mm-hmm. which still was then. I mean, God knows what I would have done with a hundred because four Ooh. blew my tiny mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had no money for three years. I mean, a hundred would have like. Well, I'd have probably you had done with it. <laughs> or something. Yeah, but four. But, but you would have just spunked it then, wouldn't you? I would have. Hoped Unless you were very would have sort made of. Because this was in the late nineties, and I could have bought a house in in Stratford where I live for fuck. about fifty, sixty thousand. Do you think you would have had the awareness to have done something like that, or would it just have I, gone I, and I wish I'd say drink yes, and drugs I, and yeah, cars, cars, not cars, really. not cars, but but driving cars, getting taxis, oh, just getting yes. a taxi around London, yeah, for a year, something like that, yeah. Just driving constantly just around con- London. Well, just having that. I always remember... Just getting the cab, Judy load of booze, load of food. Judy and Dench's yeah. daughter, Finty, mm-hmm. went through a um, a very rebellious phase. Mm-hmm. And her way of rebelling against her mother was just to drive her mother's car anywhere in London and park anywhere she wanted <laughs> and build up hundreds of thousands of pounds of parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> she just saw London as her parking ticket. So yeah. after the Vauxhall advert, you did... <laughs> yes. Was that Heartbeat? Um, Heartbeat. Um, after the Vox, well, yes, I did some good theatre in the bill, and then... Mm. But never the Twain Charmede. Never the Twain Charmede. Oh, don't try to be in the bill on the <laughs> Yes, exactly. Well, that, they probably honest, did try that. Looking back did at they my try first that? performances, it, I was very much acting as if I was on a vast stage with a oh, vast auditorium. <laughs> um, when you were in the bill? I was in an amphitheatre in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what were you, uh, a villain? Oh, did, I did eight bills de- in the Eight bills? Over, over the, Playing the, eight the different characters. Yeah. And my first one was a, when as for the first five actually were like young mugger, you know, it was very much the early 20s, miscast as well, because I wasn't rough really, but no. it would come out like, Oi, give us your wallet! Yeah, I t- yeah you want me to smack you in the face? <laughs> and then it, and there was nothing, there was nothing convincing about it at all. And I, really, did you have to build yourself up to that a lot? Was, did you believe you were scary? I would just thought that I did would do what I did at drama school and on when you were doing a play and I'd yeah. be like really feel it and I'd be like <laughs> I'm gonna punch your face <laughs> and then of course when on a close up <laughs> on, on a close up in a drama that's set in sort of South Wimbledon mm. that first episode I did I remember looking back and like you could see the you could see the blush <laughs> I was playing this thug and they'd really overdone my makeup lots of makeup <laughs> so I was this almost like a clockwork orange this, character exactly this <laughs> but unintentionally and un- there's exactly. a bit of eyeliner just one, one, under one eye just this sort of screechy thug and made you look like a marionette <laughs> like a marionette exactly I mean it was like peaches and cream complexion <laughs> and I had sort of too much gel yeah, in my hair do you remember his name the first guy oh god it's on I mean it's on the- Bobby I used to Bobby with a knife 
Jack the, the Stab or something. But I used to actually sort of write down my character names and every any play I did, I'd include the character names in the play. It would be like. Well, not in the programs. In. It'd be like oh, right. My program, right. Play Jack. Bill, ITV brackets, Jack. Close brackets. <laughs> you remember him. It was Jack. Just episode, <laughs> exactly. Close you know, the brackets. one with the blusher. The one with the blusher, yes. Not no, no, A bit no, funny in a program. One of, um, and then Heartbeat. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. Right. So you're I building up. throughout my audition pieces because they were only seeing Northern actors for it. My oh, agent wow. was like, okay, we're going to try this. Hmm. There's a new character, the new policeman's coming in, and it's obviously, it's, it's set in... Um, uh, Whitby. Where was it said? Whitby. Was it Whitby? Gothland was the heartbeat village. So my age was like, they're only looking for people from the area. Do you want to just go in and be that? Be from there? Yeah. I went through the yellow pages at the time. I found a and b from Buxton and lied and said my mum and dad owned that B&B. I came in with wow. a backstory and was like, oh, I'm from Buxton. And oh, God, when we're young, we dare to do these I didn't, things, yeah, don't I we? didn't give a shit. We then. dare to go for it. Yeah. Because what have we got to lose? Would you do that now, do you think? Or people would know you too people much? People know me too well now, but I... Well, in America, for example, lots of friends of mine who are now trying America. Yes, just I do have one friend American. who went to meet an agent mm. in America that his agent over here had set up for him. Right. So, so there had already been a relationship and already been conversations about him. Mm. And he took the quite brave decision that he mm. would go in and meet the new agent as somebody from the United States. So it was this bizarre thing where his new, this American agent knew he was from Wembley in London. Wow. And he arrived and he was like, hello there, I'm da 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 da. And they were like, hello. And he was like, yeah, I'm really, really excited to be here. And, and he didn't explain it. They didn't ask. They didn't mention anything. And he did the whole thing in American. And then as he left, he got in the lift. And as he was in the lift, his phone went and it was his British agent saying, what the fuck were you just doing? There? Wow. He's not impressed. He thought that was very weird. Oh God. So they immediately told them back home. Yeah, rang back home and said, what, wow. the, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> so he could like, have just said it in the moment and gone. He said, "You don't need look, to, mate. You don't need to do that." Yeah, all right. Exactly. It's cutthroat. But good on yeah, You've we, got to try these it. things. But you tried it and it worked. That did you work. got the role. It was an absolute. Did you then tell them? Storm. Oh, really? What when? Yeah. When you got it? And when I arrived. Said, just when I arrived. Oh, because fuck. Then um, you turned up. Oh God! Did you try being northern? It was the executive producers that I did it to. Yeah. And then when I arrived to have the first read through, mm. I was just like, "Oh hello!" And I was twenty one at the moment. I was twenty two, and I was like, "Oh hello!" And then about halfway through the read through, a member of the cast who was very northern right. asked me if I'd come outside for a little chat, and I God. was like, "I knew that I." This wasn't the chat to welcome me oh, or Jesus. to say hello. Or, How terrifying! And I was taken outside, and it was like. What the fuck's going on with your accent? <laughs> Thought you were northern. And I was like, oh no, I'm from Egham. And that's what I was like, I'm from Egham. Like, but why is he bothered? I suppose because he wants to help his people, his, his tribe. tribe. Yes. His race. And it's you're shitting all over them. And it was seen in as a way. But it, and, and I think it was. all southerners are posh. Posh and, and, and rich. And awful. I think it was Monsters. seen as. <laughs> it was seen as weird mm. as opposed to me thinking it was quite clever it probably is quite weird <laughs> me thinking it was clever <laughs> and just like just a way to get a job mm. it was seen as why why would you do that why would you lie why oh would my you god lie? I, well I, because we'll do anything to get the part you know so, we'll kill each other if that's what yes, it takes exactly exactly the holly oaks man my brother mm. Mm. It, but it was the beginning it, it started off on a very very strange footing oh i was i mean they did i mean terrible things to me <laughs> I mean, the class of the bricks in the bag, my first take, they filled my, my prop with, with weights that I couldn't even move. Oh, God. And I just didn't understand. I was trying to do the scene, and 
they would just they would take it out so I would feel I would they totally it was almost gaslighting it's me. quite traumatic isn't it they did the, they, oh they take it out and then they'd be going I just didn't know this is fine I was too scared and that was the other was actors what, doing that that was, that was the crew as the well the crew they, fucking you up so fra- they'd been together 20 years or 11 years already so it was just like I was entering into a family what a way to bring in the new boy it was horrific it's horrible so anyway Heartbeat came to an end and yes. probably part of you was glad Yes, it sounds actually. grim. So you can't, you don't really look on it with fondness. Uh, no, no, I don't no. really. I look on it with regret, actually. Mm. Regret that I didn't stand up for myself more, and regret right. that I didn't. Do you think behave, there's something you could have done? More. Then? Actually, I didn't behave very well. Oh, but really? In a really good on, way. On uh, set, you didn't behave. I, well. I got a warning. My first warning was for laughing too much. Oh, really? And I remember being called into the office saying, "We can hear your laugh throughout the entire studio, and it's disrupting filming." What? And it just is a real. Someone could have just said, "We I can probably, hear you." They, they didn't take in the fucking office. They probably had. Oh done. right, they probably had. But look, it as an out. Ignored it. It's one of those things that was a great lesson because mm. I, I never ever did that again. I mean, now we have. A, I know I have a laugh on myself, but I'm much more. I'm absolutely conscious now that the noise. I, I can see the young ones, giggling and screaming with each other. They're having such a good time. But I can sort of now sit, look at my own 21-year-old self going, God, I used to do that. And then I think I was really annoying. Yes. But we were all annoying at 21. Anyone who isn't yeah. but needs, I wish I'd needs to up. be more annoying. I yes. Well, <laughs> so that was Heartbeat. Yeah. Um, and, and we've gone on too long. We've got to end now already. Oh, we'll do a part nothing. two another time, we'll shall we? We'll do a part we? two. We'll have pudding. In a few months, Next we'll have, have pudding. pudding. Yes, the pudding, pudding files. Lovely. All right, thank you, it's Ryan Early. Wonderful. It's been wonderful. Thank you for the risotto. Anytime. That was Ryan Early. Wasn't that fun? He doesn't mince words, that fellow. He does not mince words. Lovely chap. And look out for Ryan, currently appearing on Almost Never with my old pal Colin Holt. That's all on iPlayer, so get watching that. They actually filmed a bit of a Christmas episode, so um, you'll be seeing that around Christmas, which is exciting, isn't it, Dave? Dave's going Oh, I love a Christmas special. All right. So, what's coming up? Well, I'm going to be back on Harry Hill's Club Night. They've invited you back. Yes, on the 24th. Goodness so, me. And, and when that will go out, probably the week after. Sky Art Special. Really? I'm not sure what they're called, but it's Ramesh's Production Company. Perhaps. Oh, right. You know Ramesh. I think Big it's fan. called Ramesh Presents. And he's done a series of these shorts, one of which stars myself and a man and MC Harvey of So Solid Crew. Fuck. Sparks flew, darling. Microphone control the man himself. Yes, And sparks, yes. in what way, romance in the air? Well, possibly, possibly. There was a hint of that. That's all you need. At first, a lot of confusion, I won't lie. Different sides of the track, I guess, yes. isn't that? But I think by the end, he really came to understand, appreciate and enjoy my company. I know I did his. Charm always wins at the end. And he's a charming man. He really is. Oh, he is. certainly is. Oh, he was a lot of fun. And gives his all. Constantly. Very dedicated. Fuck. Too yeah, much. Uh, to be I, honest, too much. Bit try hard. Right, okay. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a job's worth. No, no. He was he was very good. So that's coming out. And um, what gigs am I going to be appearing at, Dave? Do we remember any of them? Any in Brighton? Um, goat Comedy on oh, the 13th. That, that won an award at Chortle Did it? recently. Oh, well, it's a lot of fun. It's sold out already. I yeah, that's very told. popular. And then a thing called um, a sort of cabaret night. God, I wish, I wish I could remember what it was called. As long Fuck. as you've written it down in the calendar, that's well, the main thing. Well, we'll put thing. it somewhere. You'll see it. I'll put it on the website and all that. But that's that's not till in December anyway. Um, and appearing at the Farnham Maltings 
Oh, very um, nice. Yesterday, when this goes out. Right, okay. So, so I hope you enjoyed that if you were there. Anyway, this is more than enough. You've been listening to Talking to Actors with me, Anna Mann, and my dear friend, Dave Edwards. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been an absolute Lovely to have joy. you back, darling. See you next week, my angels. Bye. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly, novelty keyring, yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now, and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.